New Zealand-based home renovation company, 6,593% ROAS. Sydney-based solar company, 2,700% ROAS. Hunter region-based bathroom renovation company, 5,616% ROAS. Melbourne-based building company, 13,182% return on ad spend. Adelaide-based solar company, 2,881% return on ad spend. Guys, the list goes on and on. If you are a trade-based business and you work with projects like roofing, solar, bathroom renovations, kitchen renovations, anything like that, head across to tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. Tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. Book in a conversation. It is game changing. Hello and welcome to Toolbox Talks on the Site Shed. And today we have a Q&A. If you have a question that you'd like us to answer, then head across to thesiteshed.com where you can leave a written or an audio question. Just if you want to skip the queue, quick heads up, we do reward loyalty. So if you've left us an iTunes review, then we do get to those ones first. Um, Anyway, let's dive right in. Giving tradies and contractors around the globe the tools to run a modern business. You're listening to Toolbox Talks from the Site Shed. Now here's your host, Matt Jones. Hello and welcome back to Toolbox Talks. My name is Matt Jones and today we have a Q&A uh, from Dave from David Ferrari Constructions. Dave asked, Matt, could you please um, get somebody on the show who can help me address a, a problem that I'm having at the moment and constantly? And the question is, how can I go about charging for quotes? Now, I've asked Adrian from a Train to Sell to come uh, back on the show here and um, help us with answering this. Uh, Adrian, obviously, or if you missed it, he helped, he was um, he conducted a series with us called uh, Selling with Confidence um, in the Site Shed, and it was a fantastic series. Go back and check it out if you missed it. Adrian, thanks for joining us back on the microphone. My pleasure, Matt. Thanks again for having me. Yeah, no worries. Adrian, so Dave is a client of mine. He's actually a mate as well, um, and he is a builder on the Northern Beaches. Uh, he specializes in uh, largely renovations. So he's like a renovation expert, first floor additions, second story additions, bathrooms, kitchens, that kind of stuff. And he has very recently, especially, he's been put in the scenario where he's quoting so many jobs and it's taking up so much of his time. Um, he's- and he wants to start charging for it to justify his um, justify the time he's spending because a lot of those jobs aren't coming through, and he's just wasting yep. time on it. Sure, he, sure. Wants, he wants to know how he you know how he can start charging for that. Have you got any experience in that arena? A hundred percent, Matt. Look, first of all, um, before I get into the actual fact of charging or not charging, I'd qualify the lead before I got to that decision whether or not to charge. Um, there's an old IBM acronym, and it's really, really important. Uh, we kind of follow these things when we're doing the like the phone interview. Um, it's called BANT, B-A-N-T, and it starts for budget, authority, need, and timing. Okay, and it, it went, BANT meant something else when I was growing up. <laughs> <laughs> I won't even. I'm not even going to say it on air. I'll just coast on past that one, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, look, BANTS is really powerful. It's old school, but it works really, really well. So what was it? It was budget? Yeah, so B for budget, uh, A for authority, uh, N stands for need, and T stands for timing, okay? So when when you're kind of uh, qualifying or uh, talking to your your prospect or your lead that someone's put you in contact with, you, you basically, you don't have to ask them in that exact order. You don't say, oh, how much money you got to spend up, the, up front, but you might say, okay, great, when do you want to get this done? Have you, how many quotes have you had? 
a whole bunch of, I guess, qualifying questions. Do you definitely need a new bathroom or other other options that you might be able to take instead? Maybe they're going to just upgrade the taps and the toilet and they're not going to go for the full bathroom renovation. And then, and then basically, um, once you've got really clear and start to understand that they're going to be, uh, and you need to practice this because once you practice it, you'll start to see, okay, that person, you, you'll, you'll get a, uh, an insight through uh, experience that this person is not going to buy for at least 12 months or they're a tire kicker. You'll just start to uh, be able to identify, identify these opportunities much, much clearer. And then um, I guess with building quotes, I look, it's a little bit different to um, the beast that we were used to. I guess from a plumbing and a, and a trade point of view, if it was a strata manager and they're an existing client, you'd never quote, you'd never actually charge for the client as quote. If it was a general public client, similar to Dave um, in the construction space, I would say, look, there's going to be a cost for the quote. Um, you can use my quote against the opposition if you really want to do as a benchmark, and it's going to cost 150, 250 bucks. But if you accept it, I'll take that price off the actual final quote. Yeah. So therefore, you're positioning yourself as uh, authority and expert, a really, really high-end person. Once you value your time, people will value your time as well. So I definitely would be qualifying them first before you even have that conversation. If um, you think they're going to buy, I probably wouldn't even charge for the quote because you've kind of gone through the qualifying process and you start to get a feel for someone that's going to buy in a reasonable amount of time. If you think they're going to be a tire kicker or they're, they're, they're actually not going to proceed, then I would say, look, um, it could be just like a governor, like a, a, um, a I guess a, a way to see if they're serious or not serious. And if you say, look, it's going to cost $150 for a quote, um, I'm more than happy for you to show the opposition my quote if you want. You might not even say that. And then if you do proceed, I'll take that money, the cost of that quote or $500, whatever you want to, whatever you want to say the quote's worth, and take it off the actual end, um, the end cost of the entire job. Yeah. I mean, one of the things, and I mentioned this to Dave the other day, when he's providing quotes he's actually um like he's putting so much work in in the space that he's you know creating a full bill of quantities and he's pretty much like you know quantity surveying the job us yeah for for the client and so it might even be an instance in that scenario where if you if you you know you've got to communicate to your customer the difference of you know or comparing apples to apples you know if somebody's providing you a quote uh, you know, and and if if you're providing a if Dave's providing a quote and he's and he's up against someone else who's providing a quote, what's the difference in what they're going to receive? You know, if absolutely, you know, Dave's yeah, he's providing a quote to build that project, but he's not just providing a quote; he's providing a full list of you know bill of quantities, like hours they're going to have to put into it, like it's a full breakdown. Um, and so yeah, I would say to you know to Dave in that instance yeah you you are providing a quotation but if you can find a way to sell to that customer what you, it is you're actually you know, the point of difference there then they can you know effectively like you said once they've got that information it gives them a lot of leverage in the space of okay well if I want to use you yeah okay I'll, I'll use you and then and you know maybe I could deduct that the price of of that of creating that quote off the proposal if you go ahead or it also gives the customer something they can work with because now they've got, I suppose, a bit of knowledge and a bit of, they've got, uh, I suppose, some ammunition in the space of if I do want to get somebody else to quote this project, the, I know now what I need to be looking for in my quote. Exactly. So I think like a, scope, a scope of works, man. Well, and basically, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there's definitely value in that. And people, the fair income buyers that um, uh, w- would pay that money are going to be the kind of clients that you want anyway. So it's a really good... 
it's no different to uh, plumbers and electricians using a service call um, and, and the service call might fluctuate in price depending on how busy, busy they are. So if Dave's flat out and he can't get there, of course, by all means, um, you might even say that it's cost $450 for a quote or whatever the case. I mean, you'd have to, you'd have to make sure it's, it's within, yeah. within good parameters, but yeah, it makes a lot of sense. So I suppose my, my advice to Dave in that scenario would be don't, don't go out there selling, you know, you know, selling a quote per se. Maybe rebrand it. So yes, <clears throat> instead of saying I'm, you know, I'm I'm going to give you a quote, I would say, well, I'm going to give you like a project valuation, um, and it's going to include a full bill of quantities and all this kind of stuff. And for that service, this is how we do our proposals. This is how we quote. And for me to provide that service, it's going to cost a thousand bucks or whatever it is. However, if you do decide to go with us, um, we'll deduct that from the cost of the project. And of course, you're not obligated to. You can take that information and you can use that to help you get other proposals, other quotes from other companies. But at the bottom line is you're going to have a fully detailed list of things that you do need to account for when you are looking to um, to price a job. Yeah, it's it's so important that you distinguish distinguish your uh, sorry your difference rather from your competition. And um, I'm more than happy to have a chat with Dave offline as well, but you would definitely um, come up with a, here's, here's what a quote is, here's what your, like you said, a project valuation is, the, this is the difference, this is what I provided my company, this is the level of standard and uh, of service that you'd, you'd get if you used us. Yeah, and I would also, I would also, I mean, I was, I was talking to Dave, you know, about qualifying your customer, you know, before you get to the selling point. And I think that that would be a really good way for him to do that because, you know, he is, they are flat out busy. Like they're always just flat out busy and he doesn't really want to be spending all this time in the office creating proposals and quotations to jobs that don't go anywhere. And the reality of the scenario is the people that he's quoting probably are not his ideal customer and, or either that, or he's not, communicating correctly the value of what he's proposing so my you know my advice to dave would be in that scenario you know really fine tune that process and get better at communicating what it is what you do and i suppose qualifying that uh that lead to the point where they are a qualified you know um sorry qualifying that customer to the point where they are they do become a qualified lead and then you can sell to them because once they understand what it is that you're selling and they understand your point of difference it'll make that decision making process a lot a lot easier and give it a lot more clarity 100 percent. and you know we forget as tradies that we can say no it's it's funny we go oh we've got to do everything for everybody we become very very uh, obliging uh, two things. Uh, you can start to say, well, obviously say no, or you could charge for it. Um, Dave could possibly also partner up with a smaller business that probably would lo- be happy to quote those and start to refer some of, them, some of them down there. So you're not putting the customer out. You're going to refer them to someone that's probably better suited. But that only can happen once Dave knows exactly who he is and how to convey that message to the market of what his position is here. Yeah. And look, I've, and he and he does. I know in his defence, he does say no, and um, and I think that's that's really a powerful point for him. Like, there's nothing, there's nothing more. Um, I mean, in my experience, I mean, we say no to a lot of companies as well, and 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 for a number of, for various reasons. But I mean, I know it's it's quite an empowering, um, I suppose, thought or you know, process when you when you can say to somebody, look, I don't think we're the right fit for you based off these reasons. And I think it certainly gives you a, a, a position of authority. Yeah, look, um, it, yeah, it, I think there's, like I said, there's a few things. Uh, definitely when you've got that referral partner, because saying no can be a bit, um, I, I guess it's not in the spirit of, being, of wanting to help. 
So I think once you start to work out, look, I, I, I can't help you. I'm too busy. Right, you, You're not in the right space for me, which still can be also be confrontational. But I've got this um, referral partner. They're a smaller business. And then that way they're still getting their needs met. And they're probably going to be a more closer match between a smaller business uh, and that potential kind of client that's kind of maybe tie kicking because um, your company might be charging more than, than the smaller companies. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And so, <clears throat> sorry, I should probably should have clarified that. When you're saying no to someone, you're not necessarily, you know, shutting the door on them, but you're just saying, listen, in this instance, I don't think, you know, you're not the right customer for our business based off these reasons. And I'll give you an example. Like, um, you know, we get people come to us all every day looking for, you know, web projects, and it doesn't take long for me to ascertain if they're the right type of customer for us. Like, we know typically that the to- our type of customers are people that have been down the path of having the cheap website they've done it they've done it cheap they've got it you know done it themselves maybe or they've got this cheap solution but now they're looking at taking their business to the next level and the product yeah, the exactly. product they've got is not going to get them there so yeah. that's the type of customers that that we tend to deal with and when we get people come to us that aren't that type of customer you know they're like oh we want the cheapest possible solution then we we don't help them because we can't because the product that we've got is so much more in depth and you can't work this out until you've had experience. And I'm sure Dave's been around long enough to know who's right and wrong. He probably knows in a heartbeat, actually, who's right and wrong for his business. And it's just a matter of having, a, a, I guess, a conversation where he can, um, yeah, say no thanks and then move him on to the next. Yeah. So, look, I think that's some good advice there from Dave. Um, hopefully, Dave also thinks that's some good advice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be the judge. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, mate. Thanks very much for joining us back on that call. Um, no worries at all, Matt. I'll, um, I'll certainly uh, put Dave in contact with you anyway, and you can have that conversation with him. Thanks, mate. Thank you. So if you haven't already, head across to the siteshed.com and register for our Toolbox Talks where you'll be regularly sent great episodes just like this straight to your inbox so you'll never miss one. Uh, if you want to join the community, you can head across to the siteshed.com forward slash members where for a small monthly fee, you'll get access to regularly updated training material as well as access to our forum where you can mingle and collaborate with trade-based business owners just like you from all over the world. If you're enjoying this podcast, please head across to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. We greatly appreciate it, and it helps us spread the word and reach the masses. Likewise, if you know anyone that might benefit from the content we create, then please go ahead and share this with them. You've been listening to Toolbox Talks by The Site Shed. For more great content just like this, head across to thesiteshed.com and join the amazing community of savvy trade-based business owners. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. Please, if you did, head across to iTunes and leave us a review. We would very much appreciate that. Anyway, if you are a project-based trade business and you work in solar or bathroom renovations or kitchen renovations or roofing or something along those lines, and you would like to see some of the results that we've been showcasing in our marketing on for your business, thousands of percent return on ad spend, 2,000, 3,000, 5,000, 7,000, 13,000% return on ad spend, please head across to tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. That's tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. It will be well worth the conversation and I can't wait to chat with you. Ciao.